All right, we are at a Cleveland Moto podcast. We once again we are in our brand new home at the New Cleveland Moto, which is the the building we talked about in the last podcast. Uh, we've got some concrete floors that are being stripped and scuffed and uh, mistreated with an inch of their license at the princely sum of twelve thousand uh, dollars. I've sprayed hundreds of gallons of paint. James Robertson was out here, and the Robertson family as a whole came out and worked like savages. For the Banshees, I think, would be days. the proper term. Banshees. Yeah. Banshees. Banshees. They work like true savages. Um, the amount of work that's happened here in eight days, if you ever had a contractor in your life that accomplished this much in eight days, you'd share Hire them again. with friends. Yeah, you would. <laughs> um, so or you'd tomorrow be broke. We're gonna some, yeah, we're going to do electrical stuff tomorrow and all kinds of fun stuff. Today we got the pallet shelving installed in the service department. The room is the whitest room anybody's ever seen. There's never been such a clean room for a motorcycle shop. There's yeah. never been snow blind inside. It is, inter- yeah, it is interior <laughs> snow blinding. Yeah. We'll put photos up on the show yeah, notes. Yeah, it's pretty huge. Um, so today, lineup, we're going to go around the room real quick. Jenny Chrome. Hello, all. Steve Hofford. Hi, all. Rode here tonight on his Ural Deco model. Still loving it. I love that thing. Well, I rode here tonight on my Volvo. And your Volvo. <laughs> um, I didn't have to ride here at all. I've been here since 6.30 this morning. I was on my Subaru. Subaru. Uh, Darren Packerman is here from Chicago. Yeah. And uh, we'll get to Darren in a second, but he's our special guest tonight. Now, so special. Chris Smith rode here tonight. I did. On the GS450 from 1981. Right? That's right. That's right. Dun, 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 dun. The bike that started it all. Yeah, it is the bike that started it all, right? That's his very first motorcycle. Very first, yeah. Before it didn't start at all. (laughs) (laughs) Now it started it all. It it did until somebody tore it apart. And then Jack McElfresh. Hey. There you go. And, of course, Dustin Elliott. Hello. So, uh, do we have any idea what number this podcast is? Oh, uh, 100. I'm in town to pick up a bike from your Lakewood store <laughs> and actually to drop one off <clears throat> for service. Oh, really? And take it back home tomorrow for someone else. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, really? For Penny. Oh, for Penny. Oh, yeah. that's great. What are you dropping off? There's Pink Stella? She, no, she's a Buddy 50. Oh, a Buddy? She got it super buddy cheap. 50? She got it. I yeah. found it on Craigslist a couple years ago, like super cheap. Some girl was like pregnant, and she and her partner were like yeah. moving. What color is it? Away. It's uh, the blue one. It's Saint, a Saint, Saint It's a fifty. It's a little international. Yeah, man, it's a little international. So it was just super cheap when she found it. You laugh, but buddy, fifties go. Well, it was super cheap when she found it. She's like, well, maybe I'll you know just use this stepping stone because she was like, I could. I could put 2,000 miles on this bike, Absolutely. flip it, and make more money than I'm paying for it. So <laughs> No doubt. It, no was, doubt it was worth it for her. And, uh, but and being but now she likes it. I even suggested you should look into getting it de-restricted. And she's like, you know what? I think that would be too much for me. Uh, <laughs> what? De-restricting it, buddy? Don't look at me. I'm the one that suggested it to her. <laughs> poor Penny? That's what, that's what she <clears throat> said. You know what? Right within your comfort zone, though. That's but she's she's do. ridden Buddy 125s yeah. and 150s that's what she was originally and all that. Well, that frame yeah. except a 150 motor, and I'm not saying a Buddy yes. 150, a yeah. China motor. 
No, you just put a Buddy 150 motor. Or a Buddy oh, like a, that'd be too expensive. Probably would take a GY6. <laughs> yeah, GY6 swap. Yeah. But then that's you have to replace all the parts. I could buy a whole shit. Chinese bike for 200 bucks. Yeah, but there are crashed, totaled yeah. out buddies. That the motor doesn't take a hit. Right. Because the handlebars fold up or the frame folds up or something else, but the motor seems all to be like Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, we did that so, for that girl, Laura. Yeah, we've done motor swaps. She blew up the motor in the Buddy I sold her, and you brought that crash Buddy over, and boom, boom. I mean, it's like two hours for a motor swap when you're on a bike. Yeah. And you know, when the insurance company totals your bike out, you can listen to this podcast, you remember that when the insurance company totals your bike out, in most states, you have the first right of refusal. So before they take that thing and kind of seal the deal they've made for 20 years with XYZ Salvage Company, you have the right to buy that bike back at the same price they sell it to the this salvage company. This actually just happened to me like within the last month. So last summer, I think Phil knows. Yeah, I do. I was trailering couple scooters to Detroit for the rally, and I got, I was like the third car in like a four-car chain reaction accident on the freeway where the car behind me ended up on my trailer and knocked my car into the car in front of They tried to use his Kendon trailer as an evil Knievel jump rack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard of hypermiling before, but that's a that's little ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it was, it was, ironically enough, a Prius that was the rearmost car that caused all this shit. And that car folded up like a taco. <laughs> and everyone, even the Prius driver, walked away from the accident. But, Modern cars are very safe. But one of my scooters on the trailer was a, like a cut down, right, that's a small frame. Totally kitted out. Totally customized yeah. frame. Peaked, it had a P200 motor in it, totally kitted out. Very high performance, like small and scooter. I paid $2,000 for this bike because a friend of mine was trying to unload it for a while. And eventually I just was like, okay, I'll buy it from you. And it's a fun bike, but, you know, the frame just got totally destroyed. And the shop I took it to in Chicago, pretty much, you know, they did their basic repair estimate. Which they're like, should we go into parts? I'm like, no, let's just send this to insurance because it's already, like, a huge estimate and they're probably going to total it. So the insurance company, after I sent them the original ad that my friend had with all the custom parts on it, valued the bike at a... Over three thousand dollars, nice. Which is Rory. yeah, like fifteen hundred dollars more than I paid for it. They valued it that way. Sure. Um, took off like my deductible and, but then added what tax and registration would be. Sure. And they're like, and I'm going over this with the claims adjuster, and he's like, and then if you want to keep it, we'll take off the salvage cost of a hundred dollars. And I'm just like, yeah, that sounds good. We tell this. So they send me a check for. After all that was taken <laughs> off for over three thousand dollars, I paid two thousand for the bike. Yeah. And, and you kept the bike. State Farm. State Farm. Yeah. Now, did you have to get a salvage title? I mean, I, I had collision and comprehensive and everything yeah. on the bike, not just liability. But the Allstate screwed me so badly. They wanted me to pay them five hundred dollars on your bike to keep the bike. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. The, it is definitely. If you do <laughs> ever experience a motorcycle <laughs> crash. If you do ever experience a motorcycle crash and it is a total out, you have to tell them specifically, I want to keep the bike. It has some melody or whatever. Yeah. But well, this had so many custom parts. And exactly. The, and that motor, the same day of the accident, I had it in a friend's garage in Detroit. And I, I was able to kick it over and the motor ran. And I'm just like, fuck it, this motor is worth more than I paid for the exactly. bike. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, so. totally agree. And that's a, that's a good tip. Then, uh, was that the only bike you had on your trailer when that thing got hit? No, a friend of mine's... Pretty much stock P200 mm-hmm. was on there, and he put that motor. He had a, you know, Scooter Works in Chicago used to bring in these, like, creepers or whatnot. But yeah. they had LML, like, yeah. Stella motors in them. Yep. And so he had one of those 
and he pretty much pulled that 150 LML motor out, put in a Vespa 200 yeah. motor, and that frame is so much lighter than a P200. Oh, yeah. That, that bike goes now. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it does. On, on a completely stock motor. Yeah, so that was a big crash. I, I couldn't, when you, I saw yeah. your pictures of that crash. Yeah. Um, you were driving the Volvo wagon? Uh, Audi, or, sorry, Audi, Audi yeah. A3, so it's pretty yeah. much a hatchback. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah they, they reconstructed the whole back of your car, man. Oh, it was <laughs> my my insurance uh, agency was, which is Progressive, was on the car. They were right. like the adjuster was like, yeah, it looks like someone didn't hit it from behind. Like they dropped the car on top on top of them because right. it went through the yeah. rear window yeah. because the car behind us went Airbus. onto the trailer. Yeah, and the bumper went through the rear window. Through the window, like the whole ridiculous. back of the car was yeah. just completely destroyed. Wow. Was, well, the funny thing is, the car is so small. There were four people in the car. Okay. The rear bumper from the car probably ended up about a foot and a half wow. from the head of the people in the back seat. Wow. Yeah. Man. Everyone walked away. And everyone got out. Everybody walked away That's from like, all four cars in that accident. That is absolutely yeah. fantastic. That's engineering. It is engineering. When you look at these cars today, you want to know the difference between a 1979 Ford Festiva yeah. or a Fiesta. Like I've got, and you look at the difference between that car and a modern one, the biggest thing is that, yeah, that 1979 Ford Fiesta is going to kill you. <laughs> you know, there you are the crumple zone. Yeah, and the crumple zone is the passenger compartment. Right. That's you the watch your YouTube crash tests yeah. on some of these old cars. No. There's nothing left. No, it's just totally. They they just did one of like a modern Chevy Impala versus like a '50s Chevy Impala with it was crash a, test dummies. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it was, they brought. Can, out, I mean, you can YouTube that. Yeah, shit, YouTube that thing. It is one of those things where you just look at it. and You're like, this is a 30 mile an hour crash, and everybody in the yeah. '60s car died. It was like corner to corner, yeah, corner like, to corner. It's amazing how the '60s car just went like, yeah, done. Yeah, it was. It was a bigger car. It's like I feel like I'm driving a tank. That and that mentality has been what got people in trouble for years and years. I want a big car around me. I want a lot of steel. Well, no, man. What you want? Crush so much. What's the roll test on on an international scout? It's hilarious. Because it has a sheet metal roof that sits on the top. That's if you have the sheet metal roof. You're not just running around with just the windshield. And it's like, boom, boom, rolls over twice and lands on its top completely flat. Like, it would be so fucking dead. It's It's literally a shoebox with four tires in the air. Do not flip that car. The thing that really saves your ass on new cars is they're designed to absorb the energy Mm-hmm. Of the crash, every panel. And I mean, you can have five thousand two hundred pounds yeah. of steel around you. Yeah. If it just folds into little boxes yeah. and smashes you inside <laughs> of it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. It needs to absorb just put some you of the in energy. The car, in the car crusher, <coughs> and have a nice cube with a human in the middle of it. A nice tasty center. I drove by a wreck. Somebody must have rear-ended mm-hmm. uh, a semi truck, and I mean, the front. When I got by, I'm like, oh, I'm going to see a body. And because the front end just looked yeah. like it exploded, the hood was ripped all the yeah. way up and everything, and the front end was uh, she's sitting in the car talking on her cell oh phone. Oh boy, wow, airbags. Did you get my text? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need somebody to pick me up and take me to work. Yep, it's it really oh, is something. Text, yeah, and you know, despite all that, the, the manufacturing is all required to have this level of safety airbags, side door restraints, yeah. you know, seven active, airbags, seven curtains. Oh, yeah. my Toyota Tundra has eight airbags, eight airbags, and power belts, and like the whole thing in a pickup truck. And yet, we're still allowed to ride motorcycles. 
Yeah. It seems almost weird that they still own the house. Oh, we talked about that. Right. It's going to be an airbag coming up with a, the, yeah. the motorcycle yeah. airbag. Well, there's so many. Like, right they look like a blow-up doll. Be That'd be better like a jacket, though. You have a jacket that just goes They have that. They yeah, they make those. Yeah, one of my friends rides with it all the time. Yeah. They, they make like a Michelin man. So what's it hooked to, though? How What triggers? It hooks. There's a cord that hooks like to your handlebars. And if that cord pulls out. 60 pounds of pressure. You can pretty much pull the bike off the side stand. And it won't so you pop. can yank on it a lot, but if it, it really, if you come if you off get the bike, if you're thrown from, from the bike, yeah, yeah. you lock <laughs> out. It takes. You are really, the Michelin man. You are the Stay Puff yeah. Marshmallow man. Yeah. Okay. And it locks into your helmet like the inflation that, goes right. up and secures your head <laughs> using your helmet as a, a you know a shell, and it bolsters your shoulders, bolsters your torso, and really does. I mean, there's been tons of yeah. there's been tons of testing on this product. Then the price is still in that six hundred to seven hundred dollar range for a vest. It, it mostly allows for an open casket. Well, I think <laughs> what it really probably does is it probably keeps the it probably keeps your core organs functioning, mm-hmm. even though you it's can, exactly what it does. Yeah, it, keeps, the, it keeps yeah, your head. It stabilizes your head. Yeah, it stabilizes and your head. Blunt chest trauma yeah. is probably the next biggest killer. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they, they inflate around your head, yeah. and you're, you're like all of our friends. I mean, we do you're like, like Ralphie from uh, yes, Christmas if Story. Absorbs energy. Yeah. Yeah. If you listen to the Wheel Nerds podcast, I think they've had like in the past two months, they've probably had this <clears> in two or three of their podcasts. And I also know that Motorcycles and Misfits, they each got a hand. They just got they got these products to test, to experiment with. And they just they each de- they deployed one on one of their podcast participants in the studio. And so why are we not doing this shit? Because they already did. Right? <laughs> so do you want to be an Apollo one or Apollo like, you know, ninety three? I want to get an airbag, put it on the floor, right. lay Dustin on top of it, right. and set it up. I'm d- I'm in. I don't just I'm do a in. bucket with an airbag. A bucket with an airbag underneath it, yeah. Just put it under this seat. Guaranteed two and as long as I have, like yeah, the yeah. proper helmet and some gear on there. Not not only are we allowed to ride motorcycles, but so many states don't even have helmet laws. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not I don't want to get into an argument. Yeah, for well, Ohio included. Yeah. Ohio, I mean, same same with Illinois. Illinois, mm-hmm. you're required to wear eye protection. That's for, same free. here. That's yeah. the only um, requirement. In Illinois, even your first and I think in Ohio, your first year you have to wear. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. No, yeah. Illinois, it's not even that. Yeah. Well, I've been tossing around. I have a nine-year-old daughter. Actually, uh, so at what point can she ride on the back of my bike? You know, I have a helmet for her and everything. There's actually she's no... past the point past the point where she has to be in any kind of booster. She's over eight and over eighty pounds. Yeah, there's there's no law. So there's no law, right? She has to be able to reach the footrest. Personally, I won't get on a bike without even just like for like a one mile ride without like helmet, armor, gloves. I yeah. should be wearing boots, but I mean, I mean, I've never if I could take boots off easily when I get where yeah. I'm going. I mean, I've seen you riding in both. Your home version around Chicago, and then I've also seen you showing up at Van Camp after yeah. a oh, 400, long, 500 mile ride. Long rides are wearing fucking Euro And, and you are. Like every time you never know the weather's going to be. Right. You're an all the gear, all the time guy <laughs> yeah. who has ridden those 500 plus Because I've been days. down and I've right. broken bones and yeah. I've yeah. hit my helmet on the street. Do you still have your BMW? Uh, I have two BMWs. I still have my Airhead, which I'm trying yeah. to sell. Yeah. I saw that you were trying to sell one of them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Steve is left. I started up every couple weeks. It got tuned up last year. New the Hoff Dar just went off. Steve's getting a little So which go ahead and tell it's a it's a it's a nineteen, I think eighty one or eighty two R one hundred. yeah. It had it has the S fairing on it, had the valve seats replaced about 
one or two thousand miles ago. There would be a it's got about sixty four thousand miles on it. Um, since I bought it like four years ago, I maintained it at Motorworks in Chicago, which their focus besides the new bikes they sell is vintage BMWs. So. And I'll tell you, we were always happy to send somebody to Johnny over. Yeah. Oh, I love Johnny. Johnny was awesome. He's when a I great was guy. Like automatic Vespas and. I, he's been awesome. I mean, he's since. been one of my favorites. We're talking about everything. Johnny Chef, and Johnny Chef has run that shop for a long time now. <clears> and it's nice because when I go out west and I'm in San Diego, I was selling a bunch of bikes, and this guy comes in and he's looking at one of the bikes I'm selling, and he's like, "Well, you know, I, I was just here and we were just riding down Baja with one of my friends, and, da, 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 and he's from Chicago." And I was like, "Oh, you mean Johnny Chef?" Yeah. And he goes, "How the fuck did you just conjure that name up with only two clues?" I'm riding down Baja with a friend from Chicago. I was like, yeah, Johnny Chef. I only know one person from <laughs> Chicago right. who yeah. always rides in Baja. Who always rides in Baja. <laughs> I figured the chance is good. He's like, wait a second. So he doesn't know me from Adam. I'm selling a motorcycle from Ohio. He thinks I'm, he thinks I'm some thief, except for the fact I'm set up at Motorsport. And uh, so he immediately calls Johnny and goes, do you vouch for this guy? And Johnny's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, hell yeah, you got to buy a bike from him. <laughs> And the fact that you're buying a bike from him in San Diego instead of having to go to Cleveland to do it is even better. <laughs> you know, he's delivering it to you, pal. You gotta buy the bike, and he did. The guy ended up buying the bike. So, oh, nice. yeah. So it's just funny that it is a very small world sometimes. Well, it's also that Johnny Chef is a very big, big personality. He's a big personality. So Johnny makes he's the world a, smaller. He's a good businessman. Yeah. But he's a fun guy too. I God, mean, he's he always had a good fun. time. Go I've on. seen him. There's oh, it's probably five or six years ago. But I mean, he always sponsors our yeah. Our he always goes in Chicago. Also, his barbecue Saturday, and we do Gymkhana in like the cul-de-sac across the street from his shop. Um, and one year he was doing it, he had his arm in a sling, dislocated his shoulder, something like that. He's fucking going over jumps yep. and whatnot on, like, an automatic Vespa with his arm in a sling, no helmet, like, no safety gear. He hockey like stopped that. that Vespa 150. No, it was a, it was a 250 or 300. Oh, the one year I was It was a big automatic. He was riding an automatic, yeah. and he slid it sideways about 35 feet. Yeah. Just, that, was, that was the big one. Just to prove a point. Yeah. You know? And he hockey stopped this thing. And when I saw him approaching us, he was at Gopher Broke, I'm going to kill all of you speed. And then the rear brake locked up and just all the smoke just released. And it was the cloud and the fury, man. It was beautiful. Yeah. And here's a guy with his arm in a sling. and Going over jumps. Putting on a show for, the, yeah. for his buddies, you know. <laughs> Gotta love him. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's cool. Motorcycling introduce, introduces you to a lot of really fun folks. But he's a good guy. I mean, he takes care of his customers. Yeah, he and, does. Like, I mean, like, I've never bought a bike from him. Yeah, but... I, I take my BMWs yeah. to him for service because they, their techs are BMW they're trained. They're good guys, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, they're good guys, and they know their shit. Yeah, they do. Um, but, I mean, I haven't bought, like, any, like, big-ticket items yeah. from him, but they're, like, they've always, like been super supportive of everything. Many, many years ago. At a certain point, though, yeah, with yeah. motorcycles and scooters, you get too shrewd yeah. to go the retail route. Yeah. And it's not because yeah. he's not a good person to go no. through. It's just because you've become too shrewd. Well, you become you'll go to Craigslist. You'll go snipe. They also sell a lot of bikes on consignment, a lot right. of used bikes and yeah. stuff like that, too. They're, uh, I bought bikes from Phil, yeah. but they've always been just right. like... The deal. Good the bro deals. deals. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. bought anything like, like the, the show. Oh, Darren's buying a bike for me on a bro deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just because it's like, we got dealer incentives. This is new, and, and it's got a warranty. Yeah. He's getting a V7 racer <laughs> on a bro deal. You know? Yeah. And that's because those bro deals do exist. I mean, yeah. if you've got a friend who's a dealer, 
it doesn't hurt to ask for a bro deal. Yeah, I didn't even ask for much of a deal. No, I just asked no. what 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 it was, you, what it's you the deal, to go man. for. It's a good deal, and that's that's the, that's the thing. Even if you go to your bar, your right. local bar, where you're yeah. regular, if you have to ask for the special deal, you right. really don't deserve it. Yeah, There's, yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I agree. If I was going to buy a new bike, I'd buy a new bike. For well, me. when I heard he was sniffing yeah. around for a V7, I was like. You are aware that I've got some bro deals going on, those that are like pretty yeah. fucking hard to beat. Well, I talked to you in September yeah. when I was here yeah. to buy a trailer from you. That's right. Yeah. There's and a, almost, it's, uh, and it's amazing how many people have bought V7s from you right in, in this room. There's a person in this room. <laughs> 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 there's three people in this room right here with V7s. Eventually, four. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, that's well, I already paid for it. And I already yeah, no, he owns it. Well, so it's, it's just he still sitting it. at the yeah. Lakewood. Yeah. So V seven, V seven, V seven. No, he doesn't. Oh, you don't have one. Okay, so three, four, four V seven owners, including right. including yeah. Phil. And yeah. and I'm going to tell you, we are the lowest pressure sales group you're ever going to find. <laughs> if I was so if those are our I look at that. I look at the Stelvio. Want it? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Sign my life away. I know. I look at sign on the dotted line. Like that would be your bike. Nice Stelvio. I really do love the Stelvio. Or the conversation or the CB eleven hundred, and that was my pick. It was the Stelvio. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can see my BMWs in a second for that Stelvio. The Stelvio is a beautiful bike too. It is. I made a mistake riding it one. We know. You know a guy. You could probably make a deal. Yeah, a bro deal. A bro deal. A bro deal. Always bro deals, man. Always bro deals. The is bro deal one word? I don't. Hyphenated. <laughs> you know, bromance, <laughs> bromance is one word. Definitely one bro word. deal, yeah. two words. I think bro deal should be one word. Bro deal. Bro deal. It needs to be put into the lexicon. Yeah, you know what? I just. I think we need to use the word bro less. Well, that's the point. That's <laughs> my, point. my point is. We really need to soften that word a lot. That word has been trotted out way too much. I uh, never use that word, so I'm, uh, I'm, very, ha- the, I'm very happy about it. I think bra it. has to be used less. Oh, my God. Bra. Oh, uh, yeah, that's worse. And bra. 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 I'm so okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Friends and family. Unless you're in Hawaii speaking pidgin English. They're just... Or California. Southern. No. You take the nine to the. <laughs> if Camaro is the gay, what is the bro? I do. <laughs> um, well played, sir. I heard some of the West Coast. And people, we just bro bumped. Yeah. I, I heard some of the, some of the guys. Yeah, the physicists do it. Billy bikes. Oh yeah. But then it comes back to yellow. Okay, that was just a that was just a ninety second demonstration on the fist bumping techniques of different tribal cultures. This is radio, not I heard a lot of people call the cafe. I call them your hair and fire bikes, or you know, people crotch rockets. There's one group of people that call them Billy bikes. I thought it was funny. Call them Billy bikes. It's always Billy bike for sport bikes. For sport bikes. Really? I've never heard that. Squid bikes. Squid bikes. I heard that. Yeah, That's a good go. term for them. Yeah, squid bikes. Yeah. I usually when we're at the shop, um, at our shop we don't carry a lot. We don't focus on that, so we don't have a lot of. Uh, but we don't carry a single bike, bike in your shop service. <laughs> no, no, we don't have any full fairing bikes. There's a few at the Menor store. There's okay. some stuff over there, but I always think that crotch rocket was like the best mm. term for that style bike. I have no idea. I just no, my phone. Oh, that was your phone? Okay, <laughs> never mind. That, that's my wife. Yeah. That's my wife. That's uh, my wife. But the, the closest uh, I can get to a crotch rocket is like an RS. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny, but 
like when people come in, they're always like, "Oh, well, you know, do you have this jacket?" And I'm like, "Which jacket are you looking for?" So I'll open up the catalog and we'll look. We'll look online. We'll look. And I'm like, "Oh no, that's one of them Power Rangers ninja fighting monkey jackets." <laughs> <laughs> and they're always laughing. They're like, "What'd you say again?" I'm like, "A Power Ra- Power Ranger ninja yeah. fighting monkey jackets." Yeah. You know, one of those things you drive around with your hair on fire, and hook flops, doing wheelies all the time. You know, those kind of things. We don't sell those here. <laughs> we'll Florida's Power Falcon Jackets. Yeah. We can Thunder sell you one, right. but we don't carry them. Right, we don't carry them, but I'll order one in for you if that's your flavor. But, well, but I've, it, read, I've read a few crowd rockets. I didn't hate it. It was kind of exhilarating. It's, it's kind fun. of exhilarating. No, they're fun. It's lots of fun. My wife has a very, you know, realistic 650S. You know, that SV 650S is very rideable. Yeah. But yeah. I will. So I don't. Easy. I have your helmets to the side of them. So. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, consider the SV a crowd rocket. It's a plastic damage in the crash. Yeah. But what I will say is that your girlfriend's big ass cheeks look so good. <laughs> <laughs> Put a helmet on each one of those. The, uh, well, and I love the t-shirts horn. blown up to here. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. horn on all of them is rum. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like it's the same horn on my Lambretta. They yeah. pull up and rum. They pull up. <laughs> <and> <laughs> up. <laughs> it's instantly rev limiter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Dude, come on, really? Because if you hit the actual horn on it, it's sixteen thousand. <laughs> so I live in Chicago, in the city, right? And I live in a condo building. It's like a six-unit building. There's a six-stall garage behind it that opens onto the alley where there's a bunch of houses. Yeah. And all I kick over my Lambretta, which has a performance pipe yeah. on it, which like no, with like it's no an expansion chamber, no baffle on it or anything like it that. It sounds like an old RM. And I feel just like it's like nine in the morning or eight yeah. in the morning. I'm going to the office. I, I feel guilty. Well, you feel like over. a shitty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like I should. And I live in pop, pop, pop. You know, two-stroke oh, motor, just like with like. N- no, your bike sounds exactly of, like an old yeah. Suzuki RM125 yeah. dirt bike. That's the yeah. No, that's yeah. the exact tone yeah. it makes. And then, I, then when I get yeah. home at ten thirty, from like being out, <laughs> and I'm just like, like oh. just, just idling it down the alley and running gas out of the floor. There have been plenty of asshole. Plenty of customer bikes. And I killed a bike on Lake Road. You're too nice. Well, no, I, I, I have no fucks given when I fire up that DRZ with a full Yosh. I mean, like, like straight through full Yosh. Like, lots in <laughs> my neighborhood are literally like yeah. 20 feet wide. Right. There's no space. You're yeah. all sharing the same air. I, was, yeah. I pushed my bike to the end of the driveway yep. and yeah. aimed the pipes away from my neighbors yep. and yeah. started. I, up. Oh, you're all pointed at somewhere. I was, yeah. oh, a year ago. We're outside some bar and it was like twelve degrees or something yeah. like that. And like me and my friend, we were this is we we're both on like stock Vespas, like no crazy lot of pipes or anything like that. But it was one in the morning. Right. On like a residential street, yeah. and we're like letting the motors warm up you because they're carbureted two strokes and it's the dead of winter in Chicago. <laughs> and some woman actually came out of her house like, "Can you guys keep it down?" <laughs> like, this has, been, this has been on for two minutes. Yeah. Let me fire up yonder snowblower. If I'm, if I'm working on anything in my garage, yeah. I have to work on it with the garage. Start it with the garage door the garage down. Closed. Yeah. I can run it as long as I can stand to breathe. Yeah. And I can shut it off, and then I open the door yeah. and I turn it out. Yeah. The of smoke come out. Uh, I won't. I'll I'll keep the door open. Yeah. The I, I don't feel that guilty. That goes the cone of silence. Yeah. It, my neighborhood, because I do live in the suburbs. <laughs> I never have to worry about the Where's noise the my bike is making because the noise my bike is making cannot compete with the 47 yeah. two-stroke leaf blowers. Yeah. The guy power washing the front of his house and all the tractor lawnmowers. My neighbor across the street, my neighbor across the street, no shit, uses his power washer at least 12 hours a week. 
<laughs> and it's a gas-powered power washer. He power washes the front of his house. He's got a business. All of his cars. He like he's like always doing the garage floor and everything else. He and loves that thing. I'll bet you he owns fifteen devices that aren't cars that have motors on them. Like his leaf blower. We have talked about. You think about the backpack leaf blower? Fuck no, that's for amateurs. His leaf blower has wheels on it. <laughs> and it's got a giant squirrel cage fan on the front and one of the big bags on it. And it's his fucking leaf blower. His leaf blower has wheels and an electric starter. That's a fucking leaf blower. The Billy Goat. We yeah. talked about it. It is the Billy Goat. What's your, what's your total displacement in your garage? Oh. I counted up one time total pistons in my garage between the chainsaw, the gas powered edger, the, the freaking oh, snow blower, five yeah. now you're making my head spin. 13 motorcycles. Two cars, yeah. like yeah. I had over a hundred pistons. Oh, I I got to be over two hundred in my garage. That just pistons. You've been in there. Pistons. Yeah, I mean I got it's like a piston powered world I live in. <laughs> <It's a piston. laughs> you, yeah, seriously, think about the number of fucking pistons you've invested in. The number of spark plugs you're responsible for. That's some bullshit. Right <laughs> <laughs> How are dual spark? It, it costs me a thousand dollars a year in oil to change to change oil oil vehicles. vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> what I've always wanted to do what is... What kind of oil are you using? Take all my bikes. Only the best for his baby. Take all my bikes, all my equipment, all my cars, start them all up at one time and just have them idle. Just like, what would it sound like? Just be like... Brr, brr, brr. I do. You know what? I actually... I come pretty close to that because, you know, in the wintertime, I do a once-a-month fire-up. And I do a once-a-month fire-up, which means everything that's in that garage, and it's a big garage... But everything that's in there that can start gets started. And that will usually mean 14 or 15 bikes running at the same time. And it sounds pretty interesting. And sometimes... I need to come record that. Sometimes they'll come and they'll hit a weird 15 harmonic. bikes, some twins, some four-cylinders, some whatever. All kinds of shit. So you might have the equivalent of, of a 100-cylinder bike running right. at, at All one kinds of shit at one time. <laughs> and they do. Like, it's so, it's It'll modulate. Because I'll, be I'll be moving shit around and working on stuff, <laughs> trying to, you know. And they'll hit that. No. When oh it, yeah, John. When it, it hits, that's weird. When it hits, it's not like you anything get the oscillation I've ever heard before. It's in your body. It's like real <clears> music. It is. Hello, <laughs> musician in the room. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just I just tracks weren't in the garage. I just felt that. Exactly. <laughs> Why did all your windows just break? Well, I, in your neighbor's house. Wow, I just felt the Doppler effect, and I have to poop at the same time. <laughs> when, when I, I was on like, the brown note, a glass of water a mile <laughs> away produced the brown note. In my late teens, I worked for a, a landscaping company, <laughs> and I was to do like the fall cleanups, and yeah. we all had the backpack <laughs> leaf blowers. Yeah. So we had three guys with backpack leaf blowers, yeah. and we're all taking a break. You know, hey, everyone sit down, have a smoke, and everything. Yeah. So I fired up all three backpack leaf blowers, and as a musician, right. you know, I, I tuned them. Idle screwed. Uh, well, no, I used the throttles on them because oh, yeah. they had the, the hand throttles on the side. Yeah, the things, yeah. So I used the throttles and I tuned them to a major chord. Oh, get out! And of it, was, it was like, ah, and I'm like, minor <laughs> chord, major <laughs> chord, oh sus, you know. Oh and shit! I was going through like different chords and like these hillbillies I worked with just looked at me like, the fuck is wrong with that dude? If you, you know? Okay, so if you I was I had like the leaf blower symphony going. It was so if you had twelve of them, you could do a chromatic scale. Totally. So you have 12 leaf blowers, tune them to their own pitch. As long as there's enough throttle play. Well, that's it, what I'm as saying. As long as you can get like, through the whole scale. Right. Yeah. So, well, no, but I mean, next you don't even need podcast. to If you have 12 of them, you're each one hits a note. Yeah. And then have each one have a high throttle and low throttle. So each one does two notes. And then simply pick 
play it like a fucking organ. Yeah, you could, pl- you could actually play servos them on the throttle so that each key had a set position oh, on each one. Oh, if we could... That's what I'm saying. To a keyboard. To a keyboard. To the throttles. Right. Because the way bagpipes work, so bagpipes drone. Right. So there's a drone. Yeah, there's okay. a hang. There's a drone, but then every time you change... But then you play the fife. Right, when you play the fife, it changes that drone. Yeah. Right. So each one of the... No, it would be a hot cross Each one of the lead blowers... We have found our YouTube viral yes. video. So each one of the leaf blowers is tuned to, like, just say C. Yeah. So well, all home C. They all but have then, a full range because of the yes. throttle, and it would just be how you play it on the but keyboard. But the idle is just, tuned to a specific Yeah, the idle would be tuned to... The idle is all tuned to It would just be the lowest note. That's your drone. And then your keyboard controls one of 12 leaf blowers that can each one press a button, goes to its preset frequency, yes. and then you can literally have 12 notes to play with. You just need a little stepper motor. You can play any song no, in the What world. you need is a flyby. You need... This could be good. That would be easy. We need 12 leaf blowers. We need 12 leaf blowers. Actually, really all we need are 12 two-stroke motors that we can adjust throttles to. It's easier than leaf blowers. Trust me, we've been on two-stroke motors for a long time. It's <laughs> they, much they easier. Never sound the same. Leaf blowers have a certain level of consistency because they're all made in the same factory. Well, they, have a, they have a nice big flywheel, too. <clears throat> yeah, right. Yeah, with a leaf blower, you can probably get them to tune. I know that in our world, we should you can't it. even get your two goddamn scooters running in your garage you close to the same. I can't even find two like stock Vespa P200s, which are probably the most common Vespa you can find. Not at not only sound the same, but ride anything, ride anything similar. near each other. Yeah. yeah, the marvel about those things is that they're for as many of them as they built, they built a billion right. of them. Yeah, everyone they're is completely inconsistent. <laughs> well, the parts all fit, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. In that regard, they're like a Colt forty-five. Yeah. But can, they're they're all going to make their own weird noises, yeah. and you can right. you can swap out every single yeah. part. You can think of every bearing, every How seal, come? every like crank or whatever, and it's still going to make the these same ten thing. bikes are all made in the same year. All require different main jets, different atomizers, different air bleeds. Yet they're all the exact same bike, the exact same carb, the exact same pipe. Yet they all need different yeah. carburetor packages yeah. because I mean, that's seriously like the uh, Honda CV350. <laughs> you look at the chart of yeah. like all the years it's made, right. different carb jets, sure. different different carburetor yeah. on different years. It looks like the exact same. These aren't different years. These are different days. These are different. <laughs> these are different yeah. This is this is before lunch and after lunch. You got serial number one eighteen. I got serial number serial number one nineteen. And for some reason, he's got a BE3 mixer in mind, his, and I got a BE4 mixer in mind. Do you know why? Because Giuseppe couldn't get his to run right on a BE4. And if you swap carbs, you got to swap the jets. Back to the original bike they came It's because Tony made this on the day shift, and Giuseppe made that on the night shift. Anybody want the last sip of Christmas ale? Oh, I would love to have a sip of Christmas ale. You know that expired probably two months ago? It still tastes like Christmas ale. It still tastes like beer. I could drink summer shandy in my right hand and Christmas ale in my left hand. And it's Easter. Was, it's like the equinox. Yes. That was yeah. in the back yeah. back well, of Easter the week. <laughs> Super Bowl. No, that's still perfect. Mm-hmm. We're spring. That's though. still there's exactly no spring what it tastes beer. like. Do you drink my bock? It's really good. We it. I uh, mean, there's a fall beer, a winter Great beer, Lakes Christmas beer. Great Lakes Christmas ale. My bock. It is the op. You are doing it right now. Darren's doing it. Darren has got a summer shandy in his left hand and a fucking Christmas ale it in his right spring. hand. Wait, it <laughs> is spring. He's balancing his legs Darren. right now. <laughs> Because look at what's happening at this exact moment. It's spring. Show notes. That is perfect. That is so funny. 
Yeah. Oh, you're doing the same thing. You're going to do the same thing. I'm, I'm going to text that to you. If you put... Oh, you're going to do a double hitter. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you do it labels out. <laughs> right now, I predict your mouth you is go. going to produce yeah. Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you do the double hitter? You better get that picture. <laughs> There's an equinox in my mouth. Exactly. And everyone's <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah, imagine that'd be a good mix. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I've got the summer. same look on my face that I had. Did you see the picture of me looking in the window at uh, Harnett passed out in a car? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just creeping him out. I was like a fucking like a was goblin. He, oh, he was passed out. Oh, okay. He was completely passed out. Oh yeah, that happens. <laughs> That's what happens when you're a professional drunk. <laughs> spring ale. Spring ale. It is spring ale. That's what happens when you take some Christmas ale and pour it in some some, some shandy. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, John's like, give me my goddamn <laughs> I still have a... I sent this to you for the show notes. I still have a sixer of Merry Fistmas, which I think is better than that. And I've got... I agree. Twelve dogs are good. I got twelve dogs. I still got some twelve dogs. And I got them in the basement where it's dark and cold, so it should be fine. Two Xmas is good from Southern Tier. Yeah, two Xmas is good. Everything yeah. that Southern Tier makes. A bottle no, of beer Southern is You can't, catch, you can't a, catch a bad one. No. A bottle of beer at the very back yeah. of the fridge where it's super ice cold. I don't like their bottle condition. stay there beers. forever. Lakewood, New York. I only drink it from. The I didn't town. know. I, I, I never true. drink beer at home, so I'm rarely yeah. drinking it from a bottle. They, they have a, a, like they have a couple <laughs> brands that are bottle conditioned, and they just they really mess with my stomach. Mm. It's because it has active yeast in Southern it. Southern tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Alive. Yeah. The live. Yeah. 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 You gotta yeah. That is right so time. good, though. I love live. That's it's, that's it's so good, but you have to pour it into a cup, and you have to do it the right way, so you don't dump the yeast in. My wife was just reading an article about. They were saying that was that was basically saying. People aren't, um... Go, 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 like if you culture, you know, if you just have a thing, if it's unleavened, yeah, if it's unleavened, <laughs> well, yeah, it's unleavened. All I know is for the past five years, milk, which I used to love milk because I like cookies occasionally. That's the only way I consume milk. But now it makes me fart like a son of a bitch. I yeah. can't be around milk anymore. Me too. I think I've become. No, I've just become. It's not intolerance. You just process. I'm just processing it. Man. <laughs> you you there's, there's nothing intolerant about it. You they say the you hormones know. have been making yeah. uh, young it's girls boobs bigger quicker. Shut up. Phil, Phil. Way to go, Dan. As my nine-year-old started wearing you, a trainer. Yeah. As my 12-year-old has full-on Non-homogenized milk. That's hard to get. You will. It's hard to get. It's also illegal. Well, but, let me know if you need the But if you drink it, it yeah, will not happen. You get it from a dairy farm, like a small... Right, but but in Ohio, it's illegal. Or you just get it from a Or you get listeria, which could kill you. That's the problem with it. I just, well, so quickly, Squirrel. 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 That was squirrel. like... Squirrel. That was, that was all the squirrels. That was cow. That was yeah. all the squirrels. That was every that was squirrel cow. ever. That was purely all the squirrels. We went squirrel. from squirrel we went from to milk very quickly. So, uh, back to motorcycles. Oh, God. <laughs> Have we Remember been started on motorcycles? Remember a story, actually. 
Steve, talk a about story. Steve's gear a little bit. That's true. And yeah. accidents and insurance. Drop a, drop a story on, on us, Steve. Okay, so I've been looking for a new helmet because... We're all looking for a helmet. Right, so I decided I wanted to buy this shoey. I like open face helmets. A shoeber? No, well, my head's not the right shape, so I can't wear a shoeber. But, but I, I found this shoey, and I was looking at Craigslist, and out of pure blind faith, I found one in Montana. Wait, a Craigslist find in Montana? Right. For a for helmet. For a helmet. For a helmet. You ever saw a helmet on Craigslist? These are new? This guy said it's. A used helmet? What? brand new. Practically. Practically. No, yeah. then he, <laughs> he wanted a full face and he, and he wanted to get rid of this helmet. And the good news is it's got a fresh paint job, too. Yeah. <laughs> and in Steve's mind, he could run out and pick it up and, right. and be back in two days. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I'm on a bike. I'm to Montana for a helmet. Woo! But by Montana, pure faith by the alone. Go ahead, go ahead. By pure faith alone, I sent the guy a check <laughs> without any. Protection whatsoever, and I've never done that. Before. <laughs> hey, man, how much was this? Really it's on safe two twenty-five for a five hundred dollar helmet. It's pretty. It was a pretty good deal. So, wow. did you get the helmet? Well, anyway, he just texted me as we speak <coughs> yeah. to say that he just got my check in, good. It's, and it bounced. And it bounced. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's and you're me. and you're a fucking rube for sending it to okay. him. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, who knows? I mean, you have to take people on. You know what I... I, face face face. Face. I, I believe that people are good. I'm, I'm In general, 99% of the people yeah, I mean, are good people. For sure. So. For sure. Well, Unfortunately, you, you never know which 1% are just, is going right. to be good. To me, youth helmets are taboo. I mean, come on. Yeah. Why? Because <sighs> yeah. once one time of getting hit, you're supposed to replace them. Oh, oh you, my God. If that was the case, my helmet should have been replaced a thousand times. They say it's okay to drop from like waist height once or twice. But if like, I had a legitimate accident yeah. and I smacked my head off a curb, yeah. I mean, I'd like to be able to buy a helmet every time I yeah. knock it off my bike and it falls on the ground. But it's just not, I can't. And this is my third helmet in three right. in thirty in years. Thirty years, right? Except, yeah. although Dustin did give me an excellent helmet, and I, you know, which I, I, I ver- did and, you buy that helmet for me, or is that one I, I donated to you? No, I bought that I've from you. I donated a few and, helmets, and I really appreciate people. it because that's, that's where really lightly dropped. Oh yeah, it's the former. Yeah, yeah. Every three, but I appreciate years. that. Yeah. I can Dustin. tell the phone's getting compressed because yeah. the ones yeah. I buy have ratchet straps <clears> and not just a D ring. I do. And when that ratchet strap starts getting loose, I don't think I'm losing that much weight. No, so that's, sure that's, the foam, that's the yeah. foam. Well, the foam disintegrates, and then every time you yeah. take it off, you're brushing crap out of your. Well, I have a lot of everything yeah. stuck. I, I, I shave all my hair off. It's like Velcro. I did see a really good video, though. It was a cheap helmet versus a decent helmet. Yeah, and they were, they were using a very official thing, scientific method. Just a baseball bat. Lay a baseball bat and smashing the fuck out of the cheap one versus. You couldn't really. You could put a pretty good hit on the expensive one. Oh. You might make a dent in it or whatever, but oh. yeah, the cheap make. one, like the first hit, it was like. Oh yeah, the it's helmet. gone. They had like Chinese helmets lined up, and just like bam, and the helmet was just. Uh, yeah. gone. And then, and then they hit a good one, and you can tell they're hitting it just like it'll yeah. fly. They, like yeah. this courtyard they were doing yeah. it, it like flew across the courtyard, yeah. but it's still in one it shape, one piece. Yeah. My wife's. I think mm-hmm. that the, I like the difference between the pro, like the, the, the polycarbonate helmets yeah. versus the old school right. fiberglass, fiberglass helmets. Yeah. Like, because I mean, we had a fiberglass helmet, helmet that we yeah. were beating the fuck you out of. You can shoot it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, they're fiber, the old fiberglass helmets, and even now today, the modern, uh, the built-up helmets, and... Uh, what about just built? 
Built well. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like that was the joke. Is like we have a company called Built Well. They make helmets. They're actually really good helmets. We have a company called Built, where they import shit from China, and call it Built. <laughs> yeah. And they sell them at Cycle Gear, and they're not so great. Uh, my wife years ago purchased a helmet at a motorcycle show because she was having trouble getting a fit. So we were at the motorcycle show, and there's this, you know, there's always this one company that brings out a billion fucking helmets, and they're like 20 bucks a piece. And that company's called Vega. Uh, V-E-J-A. V-E-G-A. Mm-hmm. But my wife found this helmet, and I was like, honey, I'd really rather if you didn't buy that helmet. You know, we didn't have a shop yet. This was back, you know, a lot of years ago. So she bought this full-face Vega. And, I mean, the colors, I could say, was like yellow base, but then like Disco Queen of Montana. This was the 90s. That's true. And the only thing it didn't say was surf style. And uh, it was a fucked up looking helmet. But she liked it and it fit her perfectly. So she had it and and no no ill ever happened to her in that helmet because my wife's a careful rider. She didn't have any crashes. Did it have any certification? IoT snow? I think it was a dot. It was a full face, but I think it was a dot. You and scared so, me out of snow. Right. Well, I've had my own ex- personal experience. Yeah, you scared me out of snow. I've had I mean, my I... own. I will not wear a snow fucking helmet anymore, <laughs> ever, because I had one low side, and I mean, I had a low side, maybe 55, 60 miles an hour on the track, and I hit my head on the deck, which, I mean, a low slide is not a high impact crash. A low slide is a low slide. I mean, that's what we were doing. It's like, as if you fell over stage. It's like when I fell off a bar stool. Yeah. That's what yeah. it feels like. But it's a 55 mile an hour bar stool. You slide. Right. And I tapped my head on the ground, and I tapped my head on the ground, and I got a black eye, and I had a crazy fucking headache, like, because it felt like I was hitting my head on the concrete. And that's because the Snell standard, back, I'm saying now, this was 2002 or whatever, but the Snell standard was that the helmet had to be able to take the same exact impact in the same spot more than once. Multiple hits in the same spot. It was a big hit. Too. And it was a big fucking hit. So they made the helmets too hard. So the, the foam material inside, the polystyrene inside, was not compressible enough to keep you from getting a concussion-type injury. transferred too much force too much energy from the point of impact to your skull. And the point being, when the interior of the helmet is as hard as the concrete you're hitting it on, that's no good for you. And so the other companies, you know, there's CE, there's there's a lot of different companies, FMS. JIS. JIS. Right. There's some many, there's some different Your companies. Your 55. The yeah. 2205. Yeah. I, I won't buy a helmet that's not 2205. Right. Exactly. And the idea being the European standards are for a helmet that attenuates your brain. <clears throat> yeah that basically slows everything down so that you don't get your brain bouncing against your skull, which because your skull is bouncing against the inside of the helmet because your helmet's bouncing against the concrete, which actually makes things happen a little faster inside the helmet than just hitting your head on the concrete alone. And after that first crash, and that was a very, very minor off, and the scuff on my helmet where I hit the deck was very fucking insignificant, tiny in fact, Uh, but my bell was fucking wrong. I mean, I couldn't walk. I couldn't get up. I couldn't move around. I couldn't focus. I had speech problems. It took me an hour or two to get my shit together after that really minor off. And I've had plenty of low sides where you get up and you look for the bike, find the bike, get back on and go. You know? But this was one where I just tapped it and it hurt so bad. And I switched them. I started switching to non-snell helmets. But I'm not the only one. A lot of people felt that way. In fact, the entire European motorcycling community felt that way. Changed their standards, much less head injury. But you know, I've been knocked out many times wearing shoey, mm-hmm. and 
Because they make your head yeah. look so huge. It's but you know what? I'd rather have this much foam right. and a liner that's made to hold <clears throat> your head snugly. Absolutely. And then, <clears throat> to, like you said, to attenuate the, the force. Uh, yeah, the right. force. Have you ever seen a football helmet? Yep. Like the inside of a football helmet has little rectangles. Yeah. And it's not all just one. It's like a matrix of rectangles. Yep. Absolutely. All and they're multi multi density. Like they're, they're, they're soft to begin with, but then low they get speed, high pressure collisions. Right. Yeah. But and football makes their money. Well, well and they I'm still get saying, though, they I still like get that they're comfortable <clears throat> sued. Yeah. And you know, right now there's a right now that's a hot button issue with the repetitive yeah. uh, concussions, the stuff. traumatic brain injuries yeah, traumatic in, in football. Well, even high school football. Absolutely. And it's, I'm not even a big it's tough because they're hitting their head but twenty it, times. I mean, who here played football? I read that. I you know, I was reading did. an article I about. I was reading a. Michael played played pro for a while, <laughs> and, and he's probably in it. I mean, seriously, oh, you played when I played football in high school and stuff. Right. Like, I'd go to the dance afterwards, yeah. and I couldn't talk. Right, my exactly. tongue would be numb. Yeah, I couldn't. Pronounce words. That's right. the way I felt after tennis too. Too many incoming fuzzy balls. I was a lineman wearing one of those. Too many balls that itch in the gym, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I would take my helmet and aim it right at the guy next to me and hit as hard as I could to try to knock him out with my That's called your fucking job. That was and that was for job. two days and wow. practice and everything else. I never left the field. I was offense, defense, and all the special teams. Right. I mean, you're Iron Man football. Follow Ridge, Western Pennsylvania. I mean, this is, yeah. and you're you're going up against. I was other, a team captain. He's going up against other grain-fed assholes just like him. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous mutant people. My high school team would kick. When I played college, <laughs> my high school team would have wiped out my college. Well, of course. Team. Do you know why? Look at you. We were huge. And you're the little guy. Yeah. No, I wasn't the little guy. No, you guys were pulling yeah. tractors. But everybody out. else was just as yeah. big as me. Yeah. Like, we don't need tractors. We don't need tractors. They just pull the We got three boys. <laughs> we don't need oxen. <laughs> we have sons. We for five bucks an hour every summer. Right. I mean, this is the point. I mean, that that's always been my thing. I meet people, I say this, people have baby Huey strength. You know, they're baby Huey type people. And like... And call him George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pet him until his little neck snapped. And like, that's... The poor kids that are, like you say... Yes, if we took all that science that went into a football helmet that gets hit so many, so many, so many, so many times, mm. that might be the answer for a motocross helmet. It's, you it's are getting there, though. I mean, it's really... Yeah. I just think you look at the those helmets were pretty comfortable, and like the cellular to yeah. system of them, I don't know. I don't see why it doesn't work out for motorcycle helmets. Probably. Yeah, but back when you played football, which was like probably around the same time I did, mm. it was not, yeah. not the same helmet technology. Yeah. Not to, not probably, you know, it, it was nowhere near. Like, we had little... Mostly leather helmets, right? <laughs> 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 no, that was when you played football. <laughs> <laughs> there was a thing about like Dan Marino complaining that Man, I can't even play uh, tennis with my... He's like 65 or yeah. something. I can't even play tennis with my son-in-law. Right. You know, I try to go jogging, and after a few miles, I'm like, I, I'm too sore. I can't do it. I'm like... You're 65. You're 65. You shouldn't be able yeah. to. Well, you're 65, 65 and a millionaire. Yeah. You make millions of dollars. <laughs> and, and you can still run for three miles. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? I'm 45, and I'm beat the fuck, and I can't <laughs> make millions of dollars. Exactly. I, I, uh, you could pay somebody to run for you. I, uh, <laughs> fuck you. No, when I, when I don't I, give a shit about all the pro sports guys that got their bell rung a million times. Yeah. I got my bell rung a million times and didn't make a damn dime. I got all the MotoGP guys that have like yeah. fucking miles of leather, metal. 
inside yeah. their mm. bodies from all the crashes they took. And so and, and, I'm not a GP guy. And, yeah. I got 18 inches of goddamn metal from scooter like racing. Seven screws <laughs> from racing a fucking scooter. Once. Yeah, you're like Connor Cummings and all those right. guys that just epic crashes yeah. at the Isle of Man, and they come back and ride. You know, three days later, <clears throat> they, yeah. these guys are doing yeah. tib fibs. They're doing pins and screws. Well, those Isle of Man guys also admit later. that it's probably going to kill them. Well, of course. Well, and a lot of it has killed them. Yeah, average one or two deaths. Oh yeah, you rode motocross. A lot of bits. If you had a broken leg and were riding motocross with a cast on, you were just cool. Okay, here's a question. Here's a great. Here's a great. I mean, I rode the Chicago rally. I rode in a cast above my knee on a Bajaj because it was like the start. You were cool. I was. I was fucking. I don't know if I was cool or not, but I, I made it to all the events. Yeah. Nobody had to haul my ass. Okay, so we're gonna go in a circle. What is? Do you own more than one helmet? Uh, yes, but I okay. don't use it. I so only use my most recent. Let's just say. Just let's go in a circle water. and just say your top two helmets. The two helmets you ride the most. What are they? So go ahead, Darren. Uh, Nolan flip up. Nolan so with, N- with the internal N- sunshade. Is it M one hundred? I think it's a ninety three. Yeah, it's about okay. three or four years old. Yeah, but it's got the internal sunshade. Internal sunshade. N com or not N com? It's and it's a single compatible. single button release. Single button release. So it's relatively modern. Yeah, modern. So and it's a Nolan in, made in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the newer the newer one's the one hundred four. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a European modular. Modular, it's good brand 2205 helmet. certified, <coughs> certified in Europe. Right, not a Snell rating, but it's a two, yeah. 2205. It's a good rated helmet. And then what's your other helmet? Uh, the one I had before that was a Kberg, which I think mm-hmm. was also Italian. Yeah, Kberg. Also was a flip up. Either Italian or German. I'm not sure. Yeah, at that point, Nolan. When I bought that one, Nolan mm-hmm. wasn't making the internal sunshade. They only right. had the external sunshade, but that right. one had an internal sunshade. Okay. So, so you've had those. Those are the two helmets you rock. Those are the two big. And I started on uh, just a shoey standard full face. Okay. When I first right. started riding, so there you go. So they're both both good quality helmets. You are in all the gear all the time kind of guy. And you except, do ride except for pants and boots. I'm usually yeah, wearing well, jeans yeah. or yeah, really yeah. shorts. For, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> from the waist up, you're pretty well protected. From the waist up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the downside, from from the waist this down. Isn't, this is unlikely to kill me. Right. From the waist up. It can kill you. You know, you can be Lieutenant Dan. And and I work with my hands, so... I mean, like, now the gloves I buy even... And this is... uh, I I make sure I get palm sliders on my gloves, because... So that I don't snap my wrist after yeah. I read about those. It's, it's so. a real good thing. Yeah. So Chris, so Go ahead. Chris, well, tell everybody. Uh, what I'm holding today is Chris's LS2, um, which is uh, FMVSS 216 certified. 218. 218. Yeah, thank you. You need um, your reading glasses. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, this is a modular as well. It's a modular. Modular. Helpers. It has the yeah. interior sunshade. And I can tell you from experience, these are pretty damn good helmets. <clears throat> Plus, uh, it's high vis. It's high vis. Everything Chris wears is fucking high vis. It's burning my eyes right What's now. What's your other helmet that you wear? Do you have another helmet? The one that uh, Tristan won from you over at What's the, that? Which uh, one is that? Uh, you know, whatever you sell in your shop, built walls. We sell a bunch of them. We sell built walls, we sell foamers, sell bells. Well, I bought a foamer from you a while yeah. back, and yeah. uh, I didn't care for the foamer as much as the LS. I think the LS, I, I like the fit on the LS2 a little yeah. better. I like its little features, they're pretty good, guess. So that's cool. And yeah. We'll, so, but you say this is your main helmet. That's that's yeah. what I wear. Yeah, that's my. So that's pretty vis. pretty good level of protection. It's got the metal latches yeah. for the chin bar instead of like some of the stuff has plastic latches. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. John, what do you do? I think I have 
What is it? The modus? I think that's a. Uh, I think you do a former modus. Which I is have a metal. Metal. That's another modus because I have three modulars for three people. Yeah, I love the modular. I okay. can never get anything but a modular. Yeah. I wear glasses. That's why it's such. But a I will tell you that. From merely dropping the other one that I got, I have two of those. Right. One that I got from free from the Indian guy who had the. Maybe 500. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That big engineer guy. Yeah. He's super cool. I can't remember his name. He just gave me the helmet. And it smelled fantastic inside. I mean, it was a huge helmet. (laughs) It smelled like curry. It was so much. It was like. No, no, no. This guy was. This guy's guy's Indian. Dot, not feather. And he is like. That's why I said curry. That's why I said curry. Super, super high-end engineer. Super cool guy. it down with perfume every time he uses it or something. No, he had like super high-end BMW cars. Something raggy, 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 raggy. I can't remember. His uh, name, I can't remember his name, but he's a fantastic, dude. So I have two of the same, but yeah. I'll tell you, the one that I got from him from dropping it, the modular yeah. thing doesn't lock. It oh, just yeah. it fell on the floor, and so I'm long overdue for a new helmet. helmet. Okay. Yeah, and in fact, I've scavenged parts off of it. I've kind of switched out the best parts yeah. onto the the black helmet, which I like the black helmet. Uh, right. Yeah. But I need. So you got a modified helmet. I need to buy a new helmet. Yeah. I'm long overdue. I've gone four or five years. Bro deal. Those two Bro deal. Bro deal. Wait. Bro deal. Bro deal. Dustin, what do you write? I'm going to go through the dumpster whenever POC moves. <laughs> 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 oh, let's see. In the past, I've bought numerous fulmers off of you. Right. Um, currently, um, I have three helmets I use. Uh, one uh, you gave me is the Fulmer ADV. Yeah, the Adventure Rider. Huh? Uh, yeah. And actually, my modular that I used, you also gave me, which is the right. XJ. Uh, Yikes, that's. T- oh, what is that? Is that a Fulmer? That's no, it's not a Fulmer. The flip up. Uh, oh, that's an HJC. HJC, yes. That's an HJC. And uh, that's good. It's got the sunshade. I, I love like that. that one. Yeah. And uh, I also I bought an O'Neill uh, dirt bike helmet. Yeah. Uh, fixed jaw. Fixed jaw. Yeah, with goggles, yeah. you know, because I got to look cool on my. You got uh, sumo, you know, baby. My supermoto. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I do like that style helmet. I, I needed something with a giant visor on it yeah. because my commute to my. Soon to be former job. Okay. Was always into so, the sun. Do they know soon, that? Soon to be. They former. do. <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm done. I'm done Thursday. I'm done Thursday. By the time this drops, they'll know. Next yeah. Thursday is my last day, and then I'm full time Phil. Yeah. So nice. But uh, yeah, I, I was always riding into the sun. Yeah. Bro job. Going to and from work. <laughs> so I, I had to have a, that giant like duck bill visor job, just job. to be able to block it out. So uh, I bought that helmet. It, it, it's. Great helmet, I like it. It's just yeah. weird because you got to wear goggles with it and you get tons of wind in your face. It's weird. So, Johnny Chrome, what do you rock? What's your helmet? Oh, 1972 Bell open fit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he wears a soup bowl on his head. <laughs> what's, that? What's, that? what's that group? The Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster? Yes. I wear a colander. Yeah. <laughs> I have a. Uh, M1, is it? The former yeah, you get, a modu- get a modular, too. Former M1. Jesus Christ, everybody's got fucking modulars. Yeah. They're awesome. That's, Holy shit. Yeah, it's because they're cool. It's because they're awesome. Yeah. That's, that's like my full face. I've got a... I've got a half that I like to use for test driving stuff. Yeah. Just because... Is it a half or a three-quarter? It's a half. It's a zip-out bottom. Okay. So is it like a Scorpion or just like it's, somebody's... I yeah. bought it from the shop. From I, okay. Who knows what it is? I don't remember the brand name. But it's a half, right? It's a half. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's true or not. I like to wear it because I, I feel like I can hear stuff better. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, and I've I got a main, mainframe or airframe? Mainframe. Yeah. Icon. Yeah. Mainframe at home. It's yeah. my my off-work helmet. That's your good helmet, yeah. And yeah. then uh, I've got an HJC 
the motocross helmet. Right. For my dirt bikes. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, there you go. All right, Hoff, what do you got? I have a BMW Airflow that you can only get in Europe. I was going to say. Yeah. <coughs> I got it. Well, it's as cool. small as in Europe. And it's, what are you uh, wearing tonight? Oh, I have a, the former that... Because I Dusty always, David. I always see you in the former AF six fifty five. Yeah, that one's got. Uh, <laughs> it's a three quarter. I'll have my Bluetooth on yeah. it, so I can use that. And then I have a, I, a lot in the summer I wear a lot uh, ST Crew, uh, yeah. Shuey ST Cruise half yeah. helmet. Or, and then the one I just bought was a J uh, Shuey J Cruise, which right. is a three quarter. Three quarter. But yeah, I just don't like full helmet. Yeah, you, never you know, I've always wear three quarters. Yeah, so never seen a full I just face. can't. I can't yeah. do a three quarter. I, I really they make a couple three quarters where there's just a metal bar yeah. on the chin. Yeah, there's yeah, a hybrid. There. Yeah, the hybrid. Yeah, yeah, the helmet. yeah, but I mean, but I mean, yeah. like it's it's like a three quarter, but but there's like a metal bar that you can lock mm-hmm. in, yeah. which chin protection. I've been yeah. going for quiet now. Yeah, and but it's unfortunately, like the half helmets and the quarter, three quarters are never quiet. No. Yeah. Shoeburst don't fit, and yeah. what do you do? I mean, so actually, I tell people a lot. Like, I mean, all the time. Like one of the main reasons I wear a helmet is it's quiet. It's quiet. I don't have bugs in my eyes. I don't I'm not get hit by rocks, stones, stuff like that. And I'm in it. And if you have a crash, it protects you. Yeah. But, yeah. So what are you wearing? So what I did was recently I decided I was doing a lot of. I mean, my commute now can be rather long. So sometimes my commute can be an hour and fifteen minutes, an hour and twenty minutes one way, and a lot of it's freeway flying. So, um, and you're an 80 mile an hour kind of guy. I've never gone That's as slow as 80 miles an hour. Yeah, when he has to coast down to weave through traffic. At 80 miles an hour, I would consider that a heavy traffic day. I usually try to, I usually do try to run 85 ish. And then, unless I see like a law enforcement opportunity, then I slow down to something more reasonable. But I, but I usually cruise at 80, 85. But my big thing was the noise, and the noise was really bothering me. So every time I wore a modular, and I have a bunch of them. I mean, I have the Nolan N100, I have the Nolan like N92, and I have a Nolan N104, and I have an LS2, I have a Fulmer M1, and I have a Fulmer M2. I mean, that's six modulars that I own personally, and they're all windy. And some of them, like when I shift my head off axis, even by 15 degrees, 10 degrees, it's a whistle. It's a pronounced oh, fucking I hate that. whistle. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many more cracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of got fed up with that. So last year I purchased <clears throat> a Biltwell Gringo S, which is the vintage Gringo. That's what I've been But it has really. the a shield, an actual, not a five-snap shield, because the five-snap shields, they whistle. Like oh, our, yeah, they do. They, they whistle, and then the, they get old. <laughs> and, the, and the snaps... The snaps also vibrate and click, yeah. and they click and they make noise. So I really didn't care for that. So I tried the Gringo S. So the Gringo S is like, if you imagine 1972, Evil Knievel, he's got a full face helmet on and it's got a visor. That's what this Gringo S is. And it's remarkably quiet. It has no holes in it, anything. I went and tried the Bell Bullet, which is a fucking $400 helmet, and it's really beautifully made. The but sizing is so weird. The sizing is a little odd. The chin bar is right up against my chin. Well, I can't fit a small over my head. Yeah. And I'm like really? knocking around in a, in a medium. medium? Yeah. Really? And I tried it. I went to the motorcycle show last month and went to the Bell booth yeah. and I, I tried on helmets just to make sure, like, yeah. it wasn't the ones huge. I tried on at the shop weren't, like, I have to mis- find a big or triple extra large. Right. Well, the yeah. Bell bullet, what I found really? out is above my eyebrows, there was a distinct amount of pressure there that felt. The rest of the helmet felt like a good fit. In uh, I usually wear a large and everything, 
and a medium, the bell, uh, no, sorry, the large and the middle, but anyway, it, it had this ridge across my eyebrows that I was really fucking bothered by. I was like, something isn't right. And then I tried on a few of them, and it turns out they, that is part of the design. That's meant to be there. But the holes that they put above, there's some little holes for ventilation. They whistle like a son of a bitch. Hmm. So I had to put it away. So I have my green OS. That. I just thought it was because I was part caveman. No, but it really <laughs> fucking... I've, I've, I've a noticed bullet, that. A bullet hits you right across the eyebrows. And you're first you think it's a problem. you got to wear it for three or four days, and you'll realize that's just the way it is. It's not a problem. Which somebody would start making a helmet for a fan. See, I, I, I wear yeah. earplugs that's, yeah. while riding, well, so like what? the whistling. Yeah. I don't wear earplugs. <laughs> yeah. Earplugs are a nice thing. I'm, I'm, I'm long long rides of wearing like, sure in-ear monitors yeah, as, as right. earbuds. Yeah. Yeah. So Same they're, they're, so they're pretty much yeah. earplugs with right. little speakers in them. To and those I, I've done that before, too. Put my earbuds in and just have music going on my iPod. But like for long, like I'm talking like I'm going. That's how Phil takes pictures and sends texts while he's riding. He oh takes God. a picture and then well, he they talks. Can't and no, 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 no. no, they're just don't give away family secrets. Like, <laughs> four plugs. I mean, they, the, uh, they they look like the, the rubber earplugs, not like the foam rubber, but like the, the ones with the, the ridges on it. Yeah, the reusable yeah. ones. Except, yeah. except they that earplug part That's fits right. over. Like they're called a nice heroes. Speaker, right? Really? If you're yeah. like sure Cleveland, makes everybody it, like, is wearing those quality. all the time. Yeah, that's... Etymotics is like a hearing aid company. They make really. I mean, I've been, they, they, been a musician they, they my whole life. Like I've that. owned every yeah. kind of live playing earplug you can yeah. possibly imagine. Because yeah. I, mean, I wanted to retain my hearing yeah. and not be deaf at forty three. Yeah. I had so. a. Uh, you don't have to worry what? about that anymore. About four years ago, five years ago, I bought an AGV Titec, Italian made. Beautiful Ooh. helmet, gorgeous fucking helmet, and they were big money. They were like five or six hundred bucks. They had a closeout sale on these ones that were like the naked ones. They didn't have any paint on them, so you could see what they were made of. So you could see, and Bedell loves this fucking helmet because you can see how it's constructed. So you can see the Kevlar, you can see the carbon fiber. There's no paint on the thing. It's got a clear coating on it. I like it. Unfortunately, and it's comfortable mm. as hell. It's quiet as hell. The shield is perfect. The shields are like forty nine dollars. That sucks for the visors, but. What happened to this thing in only five years, and I know you're not supposed to keep it for more than five years, but the rubber coating, the rubber tone or whatever they call that coating, that is where clear coat would normally be, and it's kind of a rubbery feeling, it started to literally break down and turn into goo. <laughs> so it's like when you put your hands on it, it's like liquid almost. It's getting sticky. And it's bit. sticky. So I tried to clean it with various different things, and no matter what I try to clean it with, it basically is starting to ball up and come off like old latex paint, mm-hmm. or like wet latex paint. So it kind of sucks because I want to keep wearing the helmet because it fits perfect and it sounds it's dead quiet. It sounds like I had an eighty-one rabbit. The whole interior did that. This is what this helmet is doing. This is what this fucking this is what this helmet's doing. It's pissing me off because like all the stuff around the chin bar and stuff like there's that black cloth. It's all degrading too. The helmet's only five years old. It hasn't been ridden very much and it's stored indoors in the dark. Doesn't play well with face. Doesn't play well with anything. It's falling apart. So I did pick up the new um, the new Icon airframe or mainframe, the one with the wing on the back. Airframe. Airframe. So I picked up the airframe, the one that has the percentages on the side, the impact. They call it the statistics. Yeah. So it has like the four percent. That's, 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 yeah, that's actually you, really great art. You I know love you. It. You yeah. know you crushed James. I guess James, we know right? the guy that did it. Um, well, James, he's a one of those? scooterist um, who submitted that art to uh, Icon for the contest. Okay. But anyway, it's the percentages of all the impact zones of the helmet. It's flat like helmet, but it was on a blowout through Parts Unlimited because nobody wanted to buy the damn thing because it's like, dude, this is where my head gets hit 14% of the time. <laughs> right. Well, you look at it and it's like, 
40 or 50, 45 yeah. percent, I think, is it's all down here. The face. Yeah. yeah, no, it'll make you buy a full face helmet because 40 percent of the impact zones are all of the things a full face covers. Yeah, and I bought that thing, and I'll tell you, it is the best fitting helmet I've ever had. It feels perfect. It took about two weeks to break in. For the first week or two, it was a little too snug. Now it's in the butter zone, and <laughs> it's so zone. quiet. I ent- I got the tinted visor right. for it. It looks fantastic. I like that statistics thing. You know? I like reminding myself that people do crash. So what helmet should I buy? If I, was, I guess what I'm saying is, what I guess I'm saying is, I have all these modulars. I gave up yeah. on modulars because of the noise. I've gone to fixed full face helmets, even though it's a pain in the ass occasionally. Because you do because I can't drink beer and wear longer distance. Right. Highway right, yeah, and, and I've given end noise is a much bigger factor, right? Right, right. And whereas so right. where from yeah. most of my riding, I drill bit. I mean, I'll do long rides, but most of it is it's around town. Right. So you're gonna talk to me too. Well, it's on city speed. It's on city streets. Yeah, Even if it's on the highway, it's maybe for a half hour, forty minutes at a time. Yeah. So if you get a push button, take your helmet off. But helmet noise isn't as much a factor for me. I'm riding. Shield up as much yeah. as I can so I can hear traffic. And I saw there's. I have a question too yeah, about modulars since I've never, yeah. never owned one. Can you ride with the. Yes. Thing yeah, you absolutely. You look like a nozzle and your aerodynamics are retarded. Is it really noisy? Yes, you do. Well, you yeah, it little, becomes as noisy as wearing a fleet order. A modular. It's like you have a sail. It's like a sail on top of it. Even the Synchrotech, like the Synchrotech and the Caber are. I'm just asking. Like the Schubert, you can flip yeah. like 180 degrees and the roof, behind you. Can, you. Yeah. you can flip. So there are a few helmets where you can flip the whole jaw piece all the way behind you. Yeah. And that actually looks okay. But the rest okay. of them, yeah. that the rest of them, when they have cams and shit on them to keep them snug and stuff, even that. It's the equivalent of putting like a big Harley-style like bearing a scoop. on a sport bike. It's a hood <laughs> scoop. Like. You're putting a hood scoop on your head. And for years, I mean... When I bought the Nolan helmet I bought, the, the first Nolan N90, whatever the fuck it was, I bought this helmet like 1993. So this was like generation one, and I paid a king's ransom for a Nolan helmet in 1993 because it was the first flip-up you could buy. And you had to activate both thumb buttons for both safety. Latches. Both latches. They didn't want you doing this for while you are on the bike. They wanted you to only do this when you're stationary. So it was two individual latches that had to be open at the same time. It was not one-handed operation. And I got really good at having it open, and I get up to 50 or 60 miles an hour, I snap my head and it'd go closed. I was like, I'm bad as fuck. <laughs> and, so you uh, crash at 30. Right. <laughs> but what I did Which realize is, most crashes is I, was, I would leave the helmet not locked, you know, just like close to being locked. So when I could get to the red light, I could pop it up again, snatch it up again without using my thumbs to open it, and then realize that, yeah, if it wasn't locked, and I'm like, okay, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, snatch, the helmet opens up, and it's like a drag chute just deployed on my skull. (laughs) (laughs) Instant neck injury. (laughs) I can't see my bike anymore. (laughs) Telephone poles. Look, birds and shit. My first helmet was a Simpson. Oh yeah, that a super bandit. But yes, like wow, the, like the cool, like, a low visibility helmet. Yeah, no peripheral. That that's, my buddy, that's a drag race gave me that his like, dad had taken from a victim of a fatality. Oh, oh nice. my god, <laughs> nice! It worked for him. <laughs> Wait, well, his head was fine. That was my first helmet. I have two of those at the shop. Get I have two fatality out. helmets at the shop. Oh man! That I just, I basically just when people are going, well, I don't know if I should have a full face helmet. You know, I ride a Harley. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get a little skid lid. 
Then I just go... Because the Harley protects you when you crash. Well, then I just yeah. grab that helmet out. Because the story behind that helmet is that a friend of mine that rode sport bikes. He rode sport bikes all the time and always wore full face, full face icon, like shoey, whatever the fuck, awesome, good quality helmets. In fact, he, he bought a really good helmet from me and then he bought a Harley. And when he bought the Harley, he switched over to skid lid or none. Well, that's what happens. Lifestyle helmet. Yeah. yeah. And so he When you buy a Harley, all your gear just magically yeah. flies off. It magically body. turns into a leather vest. Yeah. <laughs> so he was wearing a do rag. Wearing yeah. a skid lid. <laughs> your helmet the turns into a approved do rag. <laughs> and he was wearing the skid lid when he went down. And he died. He's not with us anymore. And But the helmet shows. The helmet tells a story. Because the helmet is ground down. Like if you took this helmet and dragged it out of a pickup truck at 85 mm. miles an hour, right where the right side of your face would be, that that part of the helmet's gone. So so is everything else that was hooked to it, and uh, that's usually what I hold up. That's when somebody's talking about buying a three quarter, like buying a half helmet or something. They're like, "Well, you know, I'm just gonna buy a scooter, and I've never ridden before, but I don't want a helmet because I'm claustrophobic or whatever." I'm like, "Okay, check it out, man. This is skidlet. This will, you know, this is DOT approved. This is not a novelty yeah. helmet. This is a DOT approved helmet. But here, I want you to take a look at that and think." As we used to joke all the time, look in the mirror <coughs> before you go out and just say, is this what I want to be wearing today when I crash? And as long as you have that presence of mind, is this what I want to be wearing today when I crash? You might go back in the house and put some more shit on. I'm bad about that, though. I wear I'm my helmet. better. Yeah. I wear my helmet all the time, and I usually wear gloves, but I might also have a t-shirt and shorts on. But there's nothing as magnificent as that perfect weather ride with no helmet. <laughs> I mean, I wear gloves. I wear gloves... For everything except touching myself inappropriately. I love gloves. <laughs> gloves are my favorite thing in the world. I'm convinced that gloves make my hands ten percent stronger. And hey, that's not inappropriate. It's just if you fun. had the right, right if you had the right gloves, right, the right gloves. <laughs> you know, all you have to do is my, my like call Japan. I can live with the rest. Yes, massive See, road rash. Emmy hurt, hates but, wearing but gloves. But if my hands and my head are okay, I'll be okay. Right. That's so a good most likely to aside from your head injuries, right. extremities are the next thing right. that's most likely to be injured. Right. I mean, this is. I mean, the main the major injury I had when I high sided like six seven years ago. It was like a twenty five mile an hour high side. Yeah. On like a freaking scooter, but yeah. like I hit a construction cut in the street. <laughs> you well, know, I no longer warn you about. <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, the, It was cut in the street, so it was a nice rectangular yeah, cut yeah. filled with asphalt, and then it had slumped like mm. three four inches. Like I had friends. Holy that hit shit! It, I had friends that hit it in their cars, and they thought they're gonna rip the bottom out of their car, but they, right can't see it until you're like four you're feet away it. so it was like do 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 that should be oh fuck fuck I'm and in. next thing I know I'm airborne yeah. and I caught foot first I was wearing Converse All Stars <laughs> oh that's good for yeah. 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 Plus, right. I was wearing, yeah I was wearing an armor jacket <laughs> nice open and gloves <laughs> and a helmet and yeah. like I didn't feel my foot hit I hit toe first and that's yeah. what broke my foot but yeah. like I remember hitting my head on yeah. the helmet and I remember Thinking while I'm going down the street is like, don't fight the momentum, just roll with it. And I remember I made like the last half roll myself just to make sure I was. Well, <laughs> you, you, you start well, you start fighting the street. The street's a lot tougher than you are. I've done it a million so, times. Every yeah, time I blow so, sighted, I got up before I was done falling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what so, I did. So I just I was, and then then my next stop was get the fuck up. out. Of, as soon as I stopped moving, I was like, get the fuck out of the street. 
Yep. Thanks, Coach. I found and the that's best. when I noticed my foot's all fucked up. Right. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> Crashes are one's I found yeah. the best yeah. way to prepare for a crash is to yeah. be drunk. It's exactly <laughs> nothing. You don't feel a thing. Nothing works better. And you're relaxed yeah. when it happens. That's Jesse Novelis. Jesse crashed that bike. For 75 feet at the Mods vs. Rockers are out. He tried so hard to do a smoky burnout. Low side, high and side. And that bitch hooked up. When that and bitch wrote it out. Yeah. He had three crashes. He had three crashes. Missed my truck by an inch. Like, missed a big steel truck bumper by one inch. And fucking got back on. And somehow wrote it out. But there were three distinct crashes. We all watched it. It was like that bike grabbed him like a chew It was motorcycle wrestling. It was. He had a low side into a high side. Then he got dragged along next to it for about 12 feet. Then he clambered back up onto the seat. Whiskey throttle. The and then time. it went into the, went into the death roll. Yeah. At no point ever. And at one point, the bike's head was shaking so hard. Like, fuck you, I'm done with this. Get off me. Leave me alone. That was the worst ever. I'm going to do a burnout. Hey, y'all watch this. Oh, yeah. Hold, hold my beer and watch hold this. Hold my beer and watch this shit. Because he earned it. He earned it hard, and there were at least 300 spectators. Wow. Yeah, because he was the guy who was just like, we've been drinking since one. And it was like 9.30 or some shit. <laughs> and he's like, look, I got a Virago 250. I'm going to go show people how it's done. I yeah. wish I did not leave before that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that crash was spectacular. Because at three different that. points, his feet were higher than his mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> At three, and he was on. That's like dirt bike crash. And he was on both sides of the bike. Yeah, that is seriously yeah. motocross crash. No, he never let go of the whip. He never let go of the throttle. I mean, there was one point where his left hand was hunting for anything looking like a clutch. He was grabbing foot pegs, but the hand never came off the gas. And after he wrote it out, were people like, "Do it again"? Oh no! After he wrote it out, he was gone. after he wrote it out. He didn't even come back. He just went home. He was gone. He went home. He went home. T-shirt and all. His safety his safety gear that day was a pair of KDs. He was wearing a pair of KDs and some sort of sneaker. That's it. Everything else was optional. We're at a minute and six or an hour and sixteen. Perfect. Well, on that, guys, we want to thank you all for joining another Cleveland Moto podcast. Uh, if you do get a chance to stop by Cleveland and want to check out our new digs, we've moved. We're now at 16211 Lorraine Avenue, only a couple miles away from where we were before. It's a lot bigger. Um, <laughs> that's, that's it is a something. lot bigger. <laughs> it is a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot bigger. Today. Yeah. And there's a one lot floor. of stuff you are going to carry here by the time. Oh, man. Well, we decided this place, you know, you say it's big now. Yeah. Wait till all that shit gets in here. Yeah. Right? It's going to look a lot. Motorcycles take up a lot of space when you start stacking them next to each other. <laughs> I figure. What I should know. Do. I have five or six in like a single stall. In a single garage. garage. <laughs> There's a lot more room for old men to hang out and bother Phil. <laughs> well, what we're going to do is we're going to be a table and folding chairs in the back corner. That'll be the day that table. That'll be the table. Like a cribbage set. That'll be the day that table gets burned to the fucking ground. The, uh, we do not endorse that sort of behavior around here. If you want to hang out, there's a Dunkin' Donuts across the street that has many flat surfaces you can sit on. And, and you can look at the shop. And you can get a beautiful view of the shop. <laughs> a picture postcard view of the shop. Oh, wait. I just wait till my bike comes outside. Right. Exactly. And then I walk look, back over. My bike's done. When you see your bike come out, Pop out, you can come back. Yeah, it's like it's like we gave birth to your bike. Come and get it. The uh, what I think we're going to do is we have like so many pickup trucks, like six or seven pickup trucks. What I want to do is like a round robin, and I want to get those purple funeral flags. <laughs> so we don't have to stop for shit, and we can just pull into the parking lot at Lakewood. 
as we're rolling by, people just put shit in the back of the pickup trucks. This truck never stops. And then it comes all the way to here, it pulls into the parking lot here, it just dumps the shit off, the truck never stops. And we'll just do that, like, for two days. <laughs> That's it. Here you go, take all these boxes. Take my shit. Um, I, think I've, I think I've provided Renee so far with about 140 Rubbermaid totes and at least 150 professional cardboard boxes. And she keeps asking for more shit. Man, I went at work today. We have we always have tons. I mean, stacks mm. and stacks of cardboard boxes. Yeah, yeah. Our recycling guy just came yesterday. Fuck him. Yeah. Just it's came okay. yesterday we're, and collected right. them all. I, okay. I saw your request yeah, for boxes. Okay. I'm like, sweet! And then yeah. the room was we're empty. Okay. We're, we're doing all right. I think what's going to be funny is once we get the, the wall treatments and the I wish you could up. palletize things. Like, you know, you know what? You're going to okay. get there at some point. It's okay. We're going to do fine. I mean, the, the biggest thing is once people realize that pickup trucks are very easy to put shit in. They're not minivans. They're not box you trucks. You a school bus, too. What about just packing the whole school no, bus? Because it would take five hours to pack. It would take right. five hours to unpack. <coughs> Whereas pickup trucks take nine seconds to pack and nine seconds to unpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to climb up in or anything. No, you don't you have to throw it, down, in, throw it down, in, throw it in, throw it in. It's go. literally, it's just like, you know, army ants on both ends. What about moving all the bikes? What about it? Drive them all. Just drive as many as we can drive. Just drive them all. When you see polished concrete out there... When you see that floor, and it's bike ready, you mm-hmm. have a one-way trip it to 60. That's when the bus comes in. <laughs> yeah, all right. 26 motherfuckers ride this way, and we all get in the school bus and go the other way. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm helping out on that day. Of course sure. you are. Everybody else yeah, helping out that day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured if Black Betty was there. Whatever. Yeah. No, it's like, we're going to take a bus. I might actually get to Very drive a pizza. <laughs> Who wants a one-way trip to sixteen twelve? Or what, what's the address? One sixty-two eleven. Who wants a trip to one-way trip to one sixty-two? Well, there's a bus stop right out in front of here, and there's a bus stop right in front. So of we just take the bus store. back and forth. So hey. we'll get your bus passes. Yeah, but you got to go downtown first. You want to take a test ride? Just go down here. Okay, one sixty-two. We'll bring you back. We'll bring you back. <laughs> all the customers are going to test ride all of our bikes one way. We'll bring you yeah, back. It'll Go be a one there, way ticket. Just leave the bike. Then mm-hmm. they'll take you back. Get in the back of the pickup. Ring the bell. Truck. It'll be like riding, taking a canoe trip. You know, one way oh, trip. Oh, totally. Yeah. We'll have a van that drives you back. We have a bus. We have a bus. We have a bus. <laughs> That's it. Alrighty. All right, guys. Let's burn that podcast. Uh, we like to thank y'all for listening. And remember, please drive fast and take chances. Johnny Cochran, play us out of here. Chrome. No, Cochrane.